Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once in a lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. Welcome back to another meeting of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. My name is Dan Leonard. Hi, Dan. And joining me this week in the studio is Heather Strait. Hello, everyone. And Jeff Williams. Great being here. It's great to have you here. Our show, as always, is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details no obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime never have i ever seen a more exciting lineup of new stories but let's get started with blizzard beach it's gonna reopen november 13th with some just in time for a warm <laughs> holiday <laughs> season <laughs> yeah how long yeah, good was that news? closed like three years just about was Feels it feels like it pre-pandemic or during mm-hmm. i guess it closed with the pandemic and never reopened yet right? it, yeah closed with the pandemic so Nearly three years. Opening up, they're going to include, and this one, because of the way some special sites do their headlines, made people pissed off. <laughs> it's going to have, it's going to be opening up with some new frozen touches. It's not a full retheme. Let's say outside the enchantment would have you believe. <laughs> They've hmm. added a handful of frozen themed statues to the kiddie pool area, including Elsa and Olaf and some of those little marshmallow. What do they call those they're little called snow... snowgies? Because oh, yeah, the they're boogers. snow boogers that yeah. sneezed out. Yeah, those guys are cute. Did they, not they... know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Anna and Elsa's igloo castle also will be featured. They're just little statues, but they're cute. That's no, like cute. Them. It makes perfect sense yeah. in there. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense. It's winter frozen snow themed. I mean, you could have a conversation and argue that. Certain people, management somewhere, have forgotten about the idea of staying consistent to your theme, but it's fine. You, but the- if everything became frozen suddenly, why wouldn't the children that had been there have made snow castles of famous snow-based creatures? There you go. I'm sold. Exactly. I love See, it. See, I wasn't actually all that upset about it. <laughs> no, you yeah. seem but pretty some- upset. <laughs> no, there's some people who really are, though. Holy crap. I mean, come on. Is that really something to get upset about? In the kitty area, they put some statues of Olaf and Snowburgers. These come are on. the kinds of people that didn't like the Batman movie. <laughs> Just people with no taste whatsoever. <laughs> so Typhoon Lagoon will operate up until November 12 and then start its annual refurbishment. Although there are some... Blogs trying to start rumors that Typhoon Lagoon is closed forever. People don't yeah. understand the word indefinitely means we don't have a reopen day yet. Correct. Yes. And I believe that there are some new attractions that they may be adding. You never know. It's, yeah. 
They took a long time to do a really very thorough refurbishment of Blizzard Beach. So why not do the same thing with Typhoon Lagoon, especially if they're planning to try and make it compete with Volcano Bay? I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. And I have to assume that if they want to compete with Volcano Bay, they've got to be doing more than adding some frozen statues somewhere. Because, I mean, those parks are great. They're iconic as far Mm -hmm. as water parks, themed water parks go, but they are definitely solid. They're good, solid water parks, but they do need to step it up a bit. Yeah. Especially the Blizzard Beach one, because solid water Ah, is ice. Ah, yeah. It's thanks, folks. I'm here all week. They are also, they announced that there are going to be some holiday offerings at Blizzard Beach through December 31st with some holiday themed treats, some fake snow, some snope, and festive inner tubes. And there will (laughs) even be a tropical Santa. That's their holiday overlay. Festive inner tubes. Festive inner tubes, yes. I've never been. Do they do at the Disney water parks, what they do, they should at, oh, what the hell is that place called? <laughs> uh, Cabana Bay and sell souvenir inner tubes for you to, they should do that. I'm surprised that Disney does not sell you the inner tubes to use and say that they're they souvenir. Should. They don't, they don't allow, have never allowed you also to bring your own inner tube because yeah. they have to, they want them to be the fully clear inner tubes so that the lifeguards can see all the way through them. So I assume these festive inner tubes will be clear with maybe a sprinkling of snowflakes, maybe. Yeah, as unobtrusive as possible. Correct. So you can tell if a kid's dead underneath or whatever. Correct. That's right. That's the idea. Yeah. The water park by me is all clear, too, and you can't Mm -hmm. bring your own. Interesting. Yeah, and that's really the reason that... Stupid dead kids ruin it for all of us. (laughs) That's really the thing that... That shut down uh, River Country because there the water you couldn't see the bottom of the pool. It was to look like a swimming hole, and it had murky water. That and the questionable safety characteristics of <laughs> that some of the yeah. brain-eating bacteria in <laughs> yes, Bay Lake. things, and just you're done. <laughs> <laughs> Three strikes and you're out. That's right. Can't yeah. uh, quit dying. We can keep this place open. Something that's in, not out. Disney has announced that the Green Army drum corps are going to be returning to, to Toy Story Land. More characters back in the parks. More yeah. just streetmosphere entertainment exactly. stuff. Mm-hmm. I love it. And love that's that. the awesome, exciting part is that it's streetmosphere stuff. And it really, those guys really add to, to oh, Toy yeah. Story Land. Mm-hmm. I love that when they come by. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. They do they're marching and they run some little games and stuff. That's a ton of fun. Not too and far off. What November eighth? They said yeah. making its big November return. November is a busy yes. month. We got all sorts November of stuff 8th. returning. Yeah. And here's the interesting thing, though, that some of these entertainment things are coming back when they're making their announcements other way, other places that characters there's cuts are- to the entertainment. That character meet and greets are going away. Stuff like that. Um, Apparently, people are not applying for those jobs. They're heavily advertising now on social media for character friends. Friends friends of the characters. That's part of the reason, apparently, why uh, Akershush is not on full day hours to open up is because they need those princesses in other places at other times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And did you notice that they're charging uh, a full? You have to pay in full when you book Akershush right now. 
similar to Cinderella's royal table. So is that Good. official policy? Because when I, I haven't paid close enough attention, but when that opened up, they a lot of people made it seem like that was a glitch and it wasn't supposed to be happening. Mm-hmm. I don't I know. I it hope, is. I hope it's official policy. It's entirely the, possible. The reservation hoarding could, is a yeah. real it's, issue right now. It's a very yeah. big problem. And the, that's what we all assumed that it was definitely, that it was definitely not a glitch. But I, I mean, I guess it's possible. Yeah. I think they, I honestly think they should start doing what some restaurants that use open table have an official policy where you have to put down basically a deposit so that if you no show, they hold it. And I think they should do that with Disney instead of the charging you if you don't show up. Make it, mm. make that $10, $20 per person, whatever, something make that you hurt. pay up front to make your reservation and then it gets subtracted off your bill when you do show up because then all of these hoarders are not going to be doing that no i it's entirely possible that was intentional and Mm -hmm. that was the policy to charge the full in advance and it makes sense with how excited everybody was yeah how rare those character experiences are right now but i'm pretty sure that they didn't tell anybody that they were going to do that ahead of time maybe that's That's true i didn't see that so I guess so, maybe it makes sense if it was a glitch. If I'm going to be do sad that. if it was a glitch because I thought it was a smart move. See, I have to pay some amount when I book, speaking of open table, when I book the Tejas de Brazil here, it's a very mm-hmm. expensive place to eat, and I have to pay like 20 bucks a person. Yep. And then they pull it off your bill. I just, mm-hmm. I just did that. I made reservations for Ruth's Chris for Kendra's birthday, and it was 20 bucks a person to make mm-hmm. the reservation. Oh man, I love Ruth. And I'm happy to do that because it's a hot ticket around here. We have two very nice steak places and they both are difficult, if not impossible to get into in December, which is why I'm making the reservations now in October. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, get it in there. Yep. That's what she said. All right. While we're talking about restaurants, did y'all get a chance to watch this video from the Flavor Lab? That gives oh, a t- yeah. little bit of a sneak peek of the backyard bar- Roundup barbecue. Rodeo Barbecue. That thing, yes, for Toy Story Land. <laughs> Finally, some soon. Yeah, at some point, I didn't see the headline says that they give us a look at a food. I didn't see that much of the food, but it's really cool the place settings that they've got going for this restaurant. You got to look at those, and she's they're talking with the head of the flavor lab, which is where they develop all of it's like imagineering for the food. I to work there. Which I would love to see. It sounds amazing. It sounds yes. really, but uh, so he's, he's talking about how they even put a lot of thought into the place settings that you're going to use at the tables. And they show they've got these plates that are China plates, but they look like paper plates. Something's oh, going to cool. be served to you in like a green army man bucket. They also have cups that look like barrel of monkeys barrels. Oh, fun! So they're really bringing the toys into the uh, into the dining experience. It looks awesome. That sounds amazing. Yeah, uh, but the Flavor Lab itself—that would be a really cool place to visit. I'm surprised there's not a tour of it available with all the backstage. Maybe someday that could be something they have because mm-hmm. it'd be cool to see. That he talks about how they have the ability to. When they're planning a restaurant or if they're working on new menu items for a restaurant, they 
bring in whatever cooking equipment they have at that place so that they're using exactly what they'll have there oh cool uh to work on and they just they develop all these ideas and they really do think of it the way imagineering thinks of the that's rest amazing of the i love that experience so that yeah, i didn't cool. see this link till just now that paper plate china is so cute yeah it's really cool i want those plates yeah this oh yeah i see they got the Food is served in a bucket, like a bucket of wings is coming in what looks like the Green Army Men buckets. That's so good. Yeah. At first, when I saw that pile of plates, before she picked it up, I thought it was just maybe like plastic plates or just paper plates. And it's like, oh, wow, those are really cool. That's my new career choice. I will be the flavor labertician. (laughs) (laughs) For the new culinary It does look like an amazing job, doesn't it? Play with food all day? Oh, yeah. They're the ones that come up with all those dumb cupcakes. That is true. Maybe they need some fresh blood in the cupcake division. Yes, blood in a cupcake. That sounds great. Yeah, it could be like a black sausage flavored. Rolling on with the food theme, Universal Orlando has announced, they've announced their dates and the theme for Mardi Gras 2023, which is is very exciting. There's a theme? Isn't the theme Mardi Mardi Gras? Yeah, but it's Mardi Gras, but... Mardi Gras is going to take uh, place at Universal Orlando from February 4th through April 16th of 2023. And the expanded theme is International Flavors of Carnival. They're going to have a new, it says a new Mardi Gras parade. So I don't know how often they switch those floats out, but they always, another main feature of their celebration is the food stands there. It seems like Halloween, Christmas, and Mardi Gras is when Universal decides to shine with the special food offerings and mardi gras is especially amazing they're going to have new orleans style food like they always have but they're also going to have items from brazil belgium Mm. and beyond Belgium have a carnival i mean i guess a lot of those like romance area of europe kind of has some sort of similar tradition i mean they have certainly i would think they have traditions or surrounding Fat Tuesday, it's not really called that there, but something leading up to Lent. So that'll be interesting to see what those menus look like. I've not yet gotten to experience Mardi Gras at Universal. It sounds like a ton of fun. Yeah, it is a ton of fun, and the food and beverage is pretty good. It's kind of like what they pull out all the stops for Halloween Horror Nights, but the rest of the year they don't really have a ton. Yeah. But people love that. People love the food with the, that looks cool or some weird ingredient or anything you could put on the Instagram. Yeah, it's, I'm surprised they don't do more of that the rest of the year yeah. outside of they seem to highlight their churros. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they, their weird milkshakes outside the park at Tucson. Other than that, Mardi Gras, be there for six months. I like the whole Mardi Gras thing there. I've been there during that quite a few times because that falls during our spring break. So I'm there a lot. Something else new to the Orlando area in 2023. Once again, Jeff shared this with us. SeaWorld's got another new coaster coming up and it looks amazing. Pipeline, pipeline, colon, the surf coaster Mm -hmm. coming in 2023. SeaWorld Orlando. They must have pipeline colon. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> they must have sniped someone from Disney's team to name their attractions. Uh, yes. 
I yeah, mean, this, this thing a, does look intense. Another so cool. version of the classic standing coaster, but this one's pretty cool because you're not just strapped in standing up and the whole car looks like a big long surfboard. Mm-hmm. But each car moves around as you're banking through these turns and stuff. It leans as if you were surfing on that board. So that mm-hmm. looks really neat. And it goes through some waves, like mm-hmm. yeah, some you do tunnels of- and. Yeah, that looks awesome. Have either of you ever done a stand-up coaster? I have not. I did one at Six Flags Over Georgia. I can't remember what what that one's called. But it was like you're just strapped in, you don't move. Mm -hmm. You start seated. It's like almost like you're leaning. You're not quite standing up. This has a full inversion while standing. It Wow. Yeah, I mean, so it's almost like mind train. Plus stand up, plus you go upside down. They've really got it going on with the coasters there at SeaWorld Orlando. Yeah. Yeah. I so guess it's now a, that they can't torture the whales the anymore, animal, they've yeah. got to do something. <laughs> they've become the big coaster park. So you're standing, but you do have kind of a seat. So it's, and your seat rises and falls. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. It's a dynamic seat slash the way you lean and everything. There's a video mm. of it on the Yeah, it looks it pretty looks cool. Yeah, I, that I, looks- I can't quite fathom what the sensation of being upside down while standing is going to be like. I'm going to give it a go. Yeah. You may not looks, be tall enough. Looks kind of scary. This is true. It does <laughs> it does it does say it's going to have a pretty pretty tall height requirement, but I am taller than 54 inches, which uh, is what they think it will be. I am yeah. lying down. that's a lie so at the bottom of this article there's links to two other sea world coasters coming to other sea worlds next year that i just want to look at yeah but first san antonio sea world is getting a launch flume coaster so it is a log flume with a launched start and then it takes you around to a vertical lift into a drop oh wow so it combines a launched coaster a log flume and a vertical plus it's going to have the it's going to be the world's steepest log flume with a 53 degree drop wow i hope they've yeah, thought this one through better than schlitterbahn did oh my gosh yeah, yes. no kidding it says it's going <laughs> to be soon. it says you're going to on the vertical lift they're going to rocket you upwards at seven feet a second wow Ooh, the staggering heights fast. yeah yeah, so that looks awesome. And then this other one, Jeff, the, in San Diego, they're getting this Arctic Rescue Coaster. This yeah, looks it's like cool. you're a Baywatch guy. But Arctic, so you're on a, a snowmobile yeah. instead yeah, of a jet ski. Yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah, I'm trying to see. It's hard to tell because the one picture, CGI, is just computer rendered, but is that it snow looks like or is it either the, like, snow or water? I can't tell which well, is. Yeah, if, I assumed snow because it said Arctic, but maybe water. Yeah, I mean, Arctic, so snow, but I'm wondering if to simulate that, they're going to have you like splash down into water or something. Yeah, it looks Probably. like it. Might, a lot of those coasters missed you as you come through a turn or right. something. Maybe something like, oh, here's a video. Arctic Rescue will also feature a unique indoor launch station inside the Wild Arctic exhibit where they have. Beluga whales, walruses, a ringed seal. I don't know what a ringed seal looks like. All right, looking this at this Arctic cool. rescue thing. So, being on a fake motorcycle on a 
roller coaster makes it so much fun. Like Hagrid's, when you're yes. in the seat where it feels like a motorcycle, it's so much cooler than just sitting. It, you kind of feel like you're part of the thing. You're not, but it gives right. you that illusion. And that's pretty, that it makes it extra great. fun. Yeah, that looks cool. And the kind of motions that it does to kind of simulate that zooming across the snow. Looks like there's going to be a lot more of like relatively flat, but banked turns. Lots of banking, of yeah. Snaking side to side and stuff. That looks awesome. Yeah, they've stepped I mean, up there. SeaWorld's got a lot of coasters. Yeah. Who knew that that would be where SeaWorld ended up is having these really cool, innovative coasters. Now you don't have to, for those type of coasters, they've got, they're giving Bush Garden a run for their money. You don't have to go out to yeah, Tampa. Yeah, definitely. It seems like every year they open a new mega awesome coaster. Yes, definitely good for them. And that's another place that's on my list of I need to finally get there. I love they have some great coasters. I really love it. I like seeing mm. all the fish and stuff. And the otter show is awesome. Yeah, that, I mean, I, I was just going to say, my, like the last time I went to SeaWorld, the biggest thrill they had was Seymour and <laughs> Clyde and buddy? Seymour. Seymour and Clyde. The, uh, I love that The show. sea lions. <laughs> like that show, that show was badass. At least it was when I was like no, six. No, it still but, is. I love it. <laughs> oh, good. I love Seymour and Clyde. Speaking of innovations in roller coasters, have you seen this patent that Universal Yeah, yes, this looks cool. Yeah, so it looks like they're working on ways to solve the problem of guests bringing cell phones under the coaster and instead of forcing you to go through a metal detector and leave your phone in a Put locker. Your phone in a locker, which is a pain Which in slows the ass. down the yeah. whole line. And yeah. then you're in line for however long with no phone to play yep. on. Exactly. So now they want you to have a tiny little locker built into the seat in front of you on a roller coaster that it looks like you can plug your phone into, which A, will charge your phone, but also allow the ride to interact with your phone. It could trigger an in-ride vehicle in ride photo. You could use it to select songs like you do on Rip Ride Rocket. It says it could also interact with other other things in the environment. For example, if the ride has show scenes like on Hagrid's coaster or something might trigger something on your phone. Yeah. I love this idea. I definitely hate like, having to surrender the phone before you get in a long line. It could have game. It could work with game effects in the right. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of possibilities for this. It's really, and it keeps it from slinging out of your pocket and hitting someone in the face, which was the original issue they had with these phones. Although it seems like Universal takes it to an extreme the way they make you put your purse and everything in a locker for some of the dumbest rides. Like yes. Men in Black, you have to put your purse mm -hmm. and everything in a locker for that. And there's not a single ride at Walt Disney World, including Rock and Roller Coaster, that goes upside down. And the Guardians of the Galaxy, none of them do you have to do that. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's funny how Disney just trusts the guests to be responsible for yeah. securing their belongings, and the guests do it. Yeah. As opposed to Universal, it assumes that you're going to be a jackass. No, some well, of them at Universal, some of it at Universal makes sense because you have something big like the Hulk that people are walking underneath as the ride is going by. So they don't want yeah. a phone to sling out and yeah. smack somebody in the head. And that makes sense. That's true. A lot of their rides go over walking paths. And Disney doesn't have any like that, but. Yeah. Other than the Hulk and Rip Ride Rocket, do they? I mean, but then, yeah. Why see. should you need to do that on, well, for example, Gringotts? But, path too. but you have to yeah, do that, that with Gringotts, and that's all inside. And I probably got tired of making people go collect 
guests crap off the floor or something. Yes. It's such a drag, though, to go line up and put your stuff in a locker. And but they're not big enough. The lockers are tiny. That's why we like to have Chad LaPointe with us. He just holds everyone's <laughs> stuff. He doesn't like ride, ride any anything. of the rides. Yep. <laughs> there you go. That dude loves Universal. <laughs> and we love that dude. Speaking of loved ones, California Airport is going to start allowing non-travelers to meet their loved ones right at the gate like the way we used to do. This is, feels so weird. Remember that <laughs> back in 2000? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something? No, I was too young to remember that. Oh, yeah. That was the year you were born, I Yeah. I am just 21. Are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not even a little. But it looks like, actually, I, I somehow I missed that the Seattle airport was already doing this. So there will be a way that you can apply to get a pass to go through security and then wait at a gate to meet someone on their plane when they arrive. Kind of neat. That's perfect. Cause I've always saying, I, there's so many extra empty seats around this gate where I'm trying oh, to wait no. for my flight <laughs> that I really wish they'd let strangers in here to take these seats up. Maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> I just hope that maybe it's a step towards progress in other areas of the annoyance of the whole security thing. Because how many years and how many millions of people not trying to blow us up do we have to go through before we say maybe we don't have to worry about it? Only yeah. takes one or eight, man. Yeah, hmm. but we haven't had one or eight in. Because it's working? Maybe. I did have the absolute <laughs> joy YOLO it. of being one of the people's <laughs> when you're returning to the United States, often when you get to your gate, they are calling people up for extra security. Check Jeff, after, has, Jeff, it, Jeff has had the pleasure of that in Jamaica oh, one yeah, time. Sure I had never been caught by this, but this time I was flagged for the random pre-boarding security search. In Mexico? In Mexico, yes. And actually, it wasn't a big deal. It didn't take as long as I was expecting because no, I was thinking either. back to seeing it in some other places. I've seen them opening people's bags and just like taking everything out and digging through it. And I was afraid that was going to happen. But really, all they did was I had to step step to the side and they took all of my carry-ons and they just opened them and put ran those explosives tester strips along the inside and then along the zipper of each of my things. And then they opened my computer and did the same thing. So it took maybe four or five minutes. It didn't end mm -hmm. up being a big I deal. To, they went all through my stuff. They pulled it all out, but it was all I had to carry on was a backpack. Oh, I was so glad they did not do that because I had a carry on with toiletries and things mm -hmm. like that in it. And I was afraid they were pulling it out and doing that, but they didn't. And then they ran that swab over my hands and Oddly, I had to take off my shoe and they ran it out over the bottom of my foot, which seemed weird. Not I didn't think the you're shoe. smuggling a salon pass. <laughs> I'm not sure. It seemed odd. Would I have put some put an explosive together with We feet had the shoe bomber or? guy, Richard, whatever his yeah, name Yeah, but was. then why wouldn't you run it over the shoe, not the bottom of my foot? No. It was odd. Well, and the big question is, did you feel safer after this experience? Not really, no. I mean. In, in most cases, I'm a pretty progressive, liberal person. But yep. this is like the one place where I get very, like, what about my 
Yeah. 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 It is nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this so one dumb. seemed to make more sense than the one they did to Jeff in Jamaica, where they were just pawing through his things that I assumed looking for weed. 100%. But this was, yeah, this was just, they really were testing all of my things for explosives. That's the funny they, part. It's like Jamaica's not even where the good weed is these days. Nobody's bringing <laughs> right? it back from Jamaica. You can get way better, better weed. In the US. Yeah, right here in Michigan. You yeah. can go to a dispensary and have all of the many different options. That's why they were, that's why they were looking for it to stop you from bringing it back home so that people would so that I know have how to go crappy to the dispensary it is. To buy my weed. Yeah. <laughs> they, want to, they want to keep the mythology alive of their good weed. Yeah. Yeah, but I get. It. I mean, there, there are oh, there are very few exceptions to this right now. If you have a child who's going to be flying as an unaccompanied minor, they do you do a similar online application, and then you can take your kid to the gate. But yeah. people like it. Maybe want to greet Nana when she's coming home for Thanksgiving or something like that. I don't know. I think it will make a lot of extra people standing at gates. The interesting thing, you they never accommodated people that were waiting. So they pushed everybody out from the gates, said, you can't wait here. You can wait beyond the gate. But they didn't ever put anywhere for anybody to wait. So at every airport you go to, you get to the bottom of the escalator or whatever the situation is after you get off of your concourse. And it's just people standing around. Kind of weird. We we do have a waiting area at, at our small airport. There's a lot of tables and chairs right outside security. That Seems like most airports. Do, yeah. I certainly do not at Newark and LaGuardia. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and there used to be a Starbucks there, but it has closed, and now it's just the Liney Lodge. That you can Starbucks get a is Kugel. pretty new too. Yeah, there's a Starbucks beyond security, but the one that was right. Before security is no more. Yeah, they moved all the food inside the security. Mm-hmm. After telling everybody you can't go beyond security, they put nothing yes, for the people. there's nothing that, there. Yeah. Yep. Good thinking. They got some vending machines. Uh, yeah, so that's available right now at Ontario International, which confusingly is, is 40 miles California. east of Los Angeles. And also apparently at SeaTac. I think there's an Ontario in Canada, too. That's a, you're right. And that's about it. They they previewed this at Pittsburgh and Tampa, but they they since suspended those programs. So if you happen to be flying into Ontario International Airport, you can have your Grammy pick you up. And last up for news roundup this week, we've got the story of a hiker in Texas who got gored by a bison and so she posted a video of it to tiktok because we live in hell and everything has to go on social media now she says that it was to make sure that people understand that wild animals are dangerous i think it was probably for the views but yeah one minute she's waiting on this trail for a group of bison to clear and then she's running for her life as it charges her and then the phone falls As it gores her in the back. Did we watch it? I did watch it, yes. Is it gory? And and much as this article warns me, she does use profane language. Yeah, I'm going to be very profane if I get a horn through the back. Yeah, this is just another one of those public service announcements that we have every now and then to not do stupid stuff. 
when you're you traveling so much yeah i mean this yeah she clearly huge don't go there despite her saying that she's an experienced hiker she was far too close to the bike she ignored the warning signs it's her own fault yeah i have no sympathy yeah she was hospitalized for six days with a large gash in her back and she is going to fully recover (laughs) she did survive and that's and I'm glad of that. But Jeff. yeah, don't get so close to wild animals, people. Stay I was away told from she bears. had a large gash in high school. <laughs> I couldn't concentrate on what Heather was saying because I knew what was coming out of Jeff's mouth next. <laughs> you lit up. You lit up like a pinball machine. <laughs> Somebody say gash. <laughs> I, I'm up. <laughs> That's my cue. <laughs> so yeah, so just just don't be a dummy. Just like we've said to stay away from the bears. Don't try to cook a chicken in a hot spring in Yellowstone. Yeah. Just yeah, don't, don't get that down. Yoga right at the edge. on the edge of a cliff. Yes. Don't just. Knock it off. Nobody Don't wants to see. Don't Superman's cape. No. Yeah, exactly. All of these things. Yeah. Congratulations, dummy. Now you've been gored. Yeah. The wildlife service that was responding to her TikTok says, use the rule of thumb, which is if you hold your thumb up in front of you and you can still see the bison around your thumb, you're too close. Yeah, that's pretty smart. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're freaking big. They're huge. And it's yeah, terrifying. I mean, she's probably really lucky to be alive. It could have trampled her as well as goring her in the back. Don't be a dum-dum. Thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're excited to hang 10 on SeaWorld's newest roller coaster or explore anywhere else around the world, Key to the World Travel has a New Orleans Mardi Gras float full of expert travel planners who are ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with the no-obligation quote. Word of mouth is the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globetrotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps and all the latest updates at www.goldkeyadventures.com. We can't wait to hang out with you again later this week, and we'll see you real soon. Bye, y'all. Thank you for the privilege of your time. To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the gold key adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the world travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song Hoka Hey for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.